You're listening to Soul Roadmap with Dina Cataldo, episode 61. Welcome to Soul Roadmap Podcast. Each week, you'll hear strategies and inspiration to take action and live life better. Hi, I'm Dina Cataldo, lawyer, coach, and entrepreneur. This podcast is your roadmap to creating more success in your life, business, and relationships. Let's get started. Isn't it amazing what we're capable of? We can create incredible goals, crazy goals, and make them happen. And on the other hand, sometimes we can let a setback hold us back from fulfilling our potential. This episode is about how we can evolve ourselves to make the crazy goals happen. Have you ever asked yourself any of these questions or said any of these sentences to yourself? Why is change so hard? Why is reaching my goals so hard? I don't know how. I'm afraid of what fill in the blank will think. What if I fail? What if I look like I don't know what I'm doing? I'm too old. I'm too young. I don't have enough experience. Who am I to? If you said no, you're lying. (laughs) We can be talking about any goal. We can be talking about going to the gym more, eating better, stop dating jerks, drinking less wine, building a million dollar business, writing a book, you name it. And many times it's not about how difficult a goal seems. It's about the fear of the unknown and the fear of not doing it quote unquote right. That's getting us into perfectionism. We're going to talk about that next week. Really successful people know that each failure, and I'm putting that in quotes, is what brings us closer to our goals. Each action that we take forward towards a goal is a step towards the evolution we must make within ourselves to reach that goal. The key is to recognize that we must not be afraid of failing, of feeling embarrassed because it's only a feeling and that feeling is not going to hurt us. But if we stay stuck in a feeling that does not serve us, then we will not do what's necessary to make our goals happen. I love reading stories of how people overcame a failure to become a success in their lives. If you think that people just wake up having the ability to reach their goals, well, these are going to sober you up a bit. So before Bill Gates was a billionaire CEO of Microsoft, he was part owner of a business called Data that did okay. Did you ever hear of it? Me neither. It didn't work out. (laughs) But he and his partners ended up using the experience in creating that business in their future projects at Microsoft that did pretty okay for itself. Oprah Winfrey talked about a failure of hers from 1998 when her film Beloved was going to usher her into Hollywood. She invested her time, her money, and her image to that project, and it was a total flop. And we've watched her go up and down in her weight in public as well. And now she's at a healthy weight and is part owner of Weight Watchers, not to mention the $2.6 billion empire she has. And even now, with all of the perceived successes that she has, she still has disappointments in the public eye. Warren Buffett talked about his biggest failures in investing because no matter how well he's done, he's also lost billions of dollars over the years. I'm going to link to the articles where I'm getting these examples. One thing he mentioned in one of his failures is that in one situation, he became too emotional. 
In that case, it was a vindictive move he made to buy a company that had wronged him. And he lost about $2 billion on that deal over time. And one thing these three people have in common is that they took a step back and inventoried what they learned from their failure, then put it to use moving forward. When you start objectively looking at your thoughts and your feelings and creating some distance from them, you can treat goal setting and achieving your result in a more clinical way. It's like a simple math problem instead of some crazy calculus problem. But we have to take the time to take a step back. And we can't be afraid of what we see. Oftentimes, we don't take that time to deconstruct what happened in a venture that didn't work out because we're afraid of what we're going to see. We're afraid of the uncomfortable feelings that will come up. But we have to be willing to be uncomfortable to make the biggest growth in our lives, to make the biggest evolution. In fact, our brain is designed to keep us comfortable. So discomfort shows up whenever we want to do something different than we've done before. And whenever we may face criticism or think that others will judge us for what we want, it pops up. And after we think up a goal, especially a goal worth pursuing, something that will push us past our perceived limitations, our brain wants to shut down. It says, it's too hard. It's not possible. I don't know how. That's our reptilian brain trying to keep us comfortable and keep us from dying. That's literally what our brain thinks when we want to do something new. It's releasing chemicals into our body that says it's time to flee or fight because she's trying something new today. Our ancient brain thinks that we're being chased by a bear when really we're just thinking differently. We're thinking about something that's going to require us to become someone new. We're going to have to think new thoughts and do new things. Our ancient brain doesn't like that. It wants to keep us comfy in our home, watching Hulu and scrolling through Instagram. It wants the easy dopamine hits of Facebook and food because they feel oh so good. Well, just notice. Notice that this is what is going on in your brain. That's why I'm a meditation pusher and a morning person evangelist. Those are two things that I believe will get you to observe your thoughts quicker. You're not stopping your mind. You're just watching what your mind does. But you have to be quiet to do that. You can't be scrolling your phone or checking your email while you're doing this kind of work. You've got to just be with yourself. And that's uncomfortable. Once you notice that your brain wants to say, I don't know, and maybe later, and why don't we just watch NCIS Los Angeles a little longer and keep you safe, then it's time to ask yourself how you believe you will feel when you have reached the goal, the big impossible goal. We used our prefrontal cortex to come up with our dream, and now we're going to use it to overcome the BS that our reptilian brain brings up. Because you must, repeat, must feel that feeling before you hit the goal. It's like your brain needs a guidepost to get you moving in the right direction. We always think that we're going to get a feeling when we get something, but the key to getting that thing reaching that goal in the future is to have the feeling now. If you don't, then the actions you take won't align with the actions you must take to reach your goal. They're going to be the same actions you've always taken because you'll be feeling the same old feelings you've always felt. 
This is where that old fake it till you make it thing comes into play. I'm not suggesting you buy a yacht to feel rich so you can have money. What I'm suggesting is that you look to people who already have what you want and see how they are in the world, not just their actions, but how they seem to you. What do you admire about them? What do you value about how they are in the world? Then when you objectively look at what feeling you want to generate, whether it's to feel healthy, fabulous when you fit in a dress, to feel the pride in showing yourself that you can run that marathon, to have the freedom to do what you want, build that business that you want, that empire that you want, whatever the feeling is, you will be able to imagine that feeling and generate it with intensity. When you continue to do that, then you will train your brain to believe your goal is possible because right now your brain is telling you it's not possible and that's okay because that's normal. Now, there's a few things I want you to recognize are going on in your brain. There's three things I really want you to focus on when you start feeling these feelings come up. So first off, I want to caution you against beating yourself up. If you haven't reached your goal, if you've been trying and failing, you're not quite getting there. It's okay. In fact, you're supposed to fail to evolve, remember? Only have compassion for yourself. No beating up on yourself allowed. When you see something isn't going the way you want and you binge eat or you binge watch Netflix, you skip the gym, ask yourself, what's going on, sweetie? I call myself sweetie. You can call yourself whatever you want to as long as it's kind and loving. Talk to yourself like your best friend would talk to you. Now, we tend to talk to ourselves in a mean way. We think that if we're hard on ourselves, we're going to whip ourselves into shape. And that's not how our brain responds. Usually we're hard on ourselves when we fall back into old habits that don't serve us. And it just doesn't feel good in our bodies to do that. So ask yourself, what's going on, sweetie? What's keeping you from being who you want to be? Second, ask yourself questions that serve you. The questions I asked at the beginning of this podcast inferred some sort of blame on yourself, right? Quote, it shouldn't be hard, so why am I not able to do this? We're going to flip these around and only ask questions that serve us. There's not going to be any blame here, only analysis. When we start to objectively look at our thoughts and our feelings, we make much more progress than when we go into that victim mentality. Big goals require us to evolve into a new person. We have to be a new person to do new things in order to create something new. We've done this throughout our lives, but we don't always recognize how hard it was at the time, and yet we did it anyway. A big key, this is the third thing I want you to pay attention to, a big key to making it easier on ourselves is to manage our minds. You see, if you're like me, you probably muscled your way through law school, the bar exam, your first years as an attorney, and maybe throughout your life. Muscling through it doesn't feel good to me. And I don't like the stress I put on my body. And in fact, my body told me it didn't like what I was doing either because I got a warning in the form of cancer. Don't do what I did. Do it easier. I'm going to help you with that by helping you recognize how to use your brain to understand how stress is triggered in your primitive brain and overcome this chronic stress going on in our body. You can have big goals and reduce stress. Crazy, right? So if you're up for imagining a goal that seems impossible to you right now, let's play a little today. If you have a goal that you think would sound crazy to anyone you might say it to, 
I'm going to be your best friend today because I have crazy goals too. Ones that if I were to say them to anyone around me in my day-to-day life, they might think that they weren't what I was supposed to want. And I have supposed to in quotes. One goal that I have right now is to completely replace my income as a lawyer with revenue from coaching clients in the next two years. So what's your outlandish goal? The one you may even be afraid to say out loud. If you're on Instagram, DM me at dina.cataldo to let me know what it is. I won't judge you. I'm here for you 100% and I'm here to cheer you on because I know you can do it. And if you're interested in learning more about the thought cycle, which I touched on a bit here in this episode, you can sign up for my free mini training in the show notes at dinacataldo.com forward slash 61. That's dinacataldo.com forward slash 61. And remember, we must be willing to be uncomfortable to evolve. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Hi, lawyers. If you love Soul Roadmap Podcast, I want to tell you about a couple things that will jumpstart your life. The first is the 10-Day Lawyer Life Detox. We clear out stress and overwhelm in this self-study online coaching program. You can learn more at dinacataldo.com forward slash work with Dina. The second is my signature online group coaching program. I do a couple times a year. While the 10-Day Lawyer Life Detox is like a quick refresh, the Lawyer Soul Roadmap is a deep dive. In this 10-week online program, I teach you how your brain works, why you do what you do, and how to reach your goals while creating ease in your life. If you're ready for more, join me at dinacataldo.com forward slash work with Dina. I'll see you there.